Hello there, this is Dixie Dixon, Nikon ambassador and fashion photographer, and you are listening to the Angry Millennial Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, who doesn't love really well-designed photography clothing? Check out clickgearclothing.com, a lifestyle for urban photographers. All Angry Millennial listeners can use coupon code ANGRYPHOTO to receive 20% off any order. And the first three people who sign up for our newsletter after the show will get a free $25 gift card. Now guys, be sure to also check them out on Instagram at clickgearclothingltd. What's going on, AM Nation, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Show, where we chat with creatives and entrepreneurs about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, the ugly. Today, we have New York City fashion photographer, Wesley Carter. Wesley, what's going on, man? What's up, by the way? Thanks I, for coming out. I only... What up, what up, what up? Yeah, what up, what up? What up, what up. <laughs> I only, like, kind of shoot fashion, but yeah. It's true. I, I, I was going to ask you about that, but then we're just going to roll That's, into it. Nah, but like, yeah, yeah, cool. If we're going to talk about that, right. So tell me a bit about, like, how it all started for you creatively. What came first? You know, was it, you know, were you one of those kids, like, had a camera yeah. at 16 or yeah, whatever? Yeah, no, so the first thing would have been... Um, Web design. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. My mom is, she works in software IT. She's a software engineer. So mm-hmm. I figured, hey, maybe I'll follow my mom's footsteps when mm-hmm. I was in like middle school, sixth grade, actually. Yeah. So the first thing, HTML, CSS. No shit. Yeah. In sixth grade? Right. That was just like some shit I wanted to do. So, Damn. But that, like, ultimately you can design a back end, yeah. but like you have to have a front end for it. Mm-hmm. So like I dabbled with, with uh, graphic design and then I got into skating, fell out of uh, design, but got into doing video stuff for skating. Nice. That- it's like a na- to me anyone who skated you had to have cool videos of the shit you were doing. Yeah, so like I was always one who took it upon myself to like I I went out bought a camera like yeah. that was my thing I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, and then I got into music for a bit. Nice. Uh, what folk, kind of music? Uh, folk folk music or yeah country you know <laughs> hey shit that, like, <laughs> who didn't even blowfish he did it. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, let's not even get into cultural appropriation, actually, because we will never leave. But, you know, so like typical shit that a black kid would yeah. do, like hip hop, rap, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. R&B. Um, nice. But like ended up kind of like closer to the pop range towards the end of like mm-hmm. putting in a lot of effort. Like, um, like uh, Frank Ocean type shit or? That and like also very much like top 40 type shit. Okay. Would have been like the lane. Like Jock Jams 2006 kind of thing or? Uh, nah, like Katy Perry pop shit. Like, oh, no shit. Yeah, man. Like, that was like the direction I really wanted to go nice. at the end of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so, so you kind of went, like you said, you kind of went from the back end side on around. Um, so let me ask you since you already started kind of having that transition, right? You started making that transition right. as a, a photographer, I could say, as a coder, developer, to graphic designer, to photographer. Do you see yourself being a photographer for the rest of your career? Or no, maybe like moving I'm on to already, something else? like, I already kind of have, like, some creative direction, like, projects that mm-hmm. I'm involved in on the side. So nice. I know, like, long-term, that's where it's going. Okay, sweet. Um, so, so transferring more to on the, you know, behind the scenes? 
eventually, like when I'm right. tired of doing what I'm doing and like, <laughs> what, like currently life's fun. So right. I want to keep having fun because I can make money having fun for right. sure. So, no, for sure. Um, but when I'm like done with that, the whole idea is to have something in place where, you know, I can sit back and not have to do anything per mm-hmm. se, but like just kind of play chess. Yeah. You know, with, with people who are talented and like right. help people make money and ultimately I'll make money doing doing that for them. So right. it's a win win. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I know you, you you make a lot of great shorts from your shoots, right? So do you see yourself maybe doing more video work or like you said, more, more That's kind of like my kind of priority stuff? right now is like getting a cause I definitely wanna I haven't directed anything really. Mm-hmm. So I wanna get into that. Right. Um Creatively, I feel like I need to like be really, really good at a bunch of things before I can say I'm a creative director. So yeah, 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 that's true. I'm kind of dabbling with uh, with graphic design again. Oh, okay. Um, and so like I'm gonna have photography that's gonna be close to the art side versus like a commercial or like fashion thing. You know, right. that I'm kind of like working on for like an entirely different brand. Right. And yeah, that's yeah. gonna kind of go along with like the design stuff. Right. Too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, I'm kind of like expressing myself and putting more of myself out into the world through my work, but like through a different medium mm-hmm. and building some new talents and like mm-hmm. refining things that like I already visually have an understanding of, but right. for instance, like I have friends that are graphic designers, so there's things that I can do that they can do, mm-hmm. but they can do them quicker. So sometimes yeah, yeah, like yeah. I have a project. Cause they're doing it every day. Right. Exactly. Right, Just right. like I take photo all the time. So like, sure they can take photo, but they may have a project where they need photo and they would come to me for it. Right. It's something that I so we, do. we talked a little bit about that with uh, with Jared's where it was kind of like that that sport mentality. Do your fucking job, right? Right. Like, like, do play the your one, role. Right. Play your position. Play your role. Do that, and then everyone else will kind of gel a lot more, or maybe yeah. be going to a different level, kind of thing. So recently, you made the move from uh, to New York City from Philly. Yeah. Right. That was fun. It yeah. Was so what, what what was that transition like for you? Very interesting. Um, so basically, I went from not making any money to making a lot of money really quickly. Mm-hmm. And with that, I picked up some like bad some, habits, some shitty habits and yeah. like shitty habits. And, um, just, it was interesting. It still is interesting. I should right. say. Um, but ultimately like a nurturing experience and you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that everything's kind of working out the way that it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've experienced so much in like the six or seven months that I've been there. Right. That like you just can't get that anywhere else, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a, a sink or swim type city, for yeah, sure. for sure. Uh, so let's chat about how recently we've had some deep phone conversations, right? Yeah, man. About about bouts with depression and and different Hell kinds yeah, of negativity and that kind of thing. And so let me ask you, why is it you think you felt comfortable reaching out? Because let's be honest, right? We've never really spoke that much. No, we had a bunch then. of like mutual friends. Right. So it was like, okay, he's cool. And like, like, like each other post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. never so like, was hey, very, like, we never very connected top on level. a personal level. Right. It was very top where level. Like, like I, I, so I like this question because there was never, we've never actually talked yeah. about it. We're like, yeah. why did I feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. I just love that article. Mm-hmm. Like Which that about article, Jaleel? That yeah, the right. Stoppers article. Mm-hmm. Because I met Jaleel like two nights prior. No shit. Or maybe like a week, but like just, <laughs> either way, soon. <laughs> I like just recently met him, right? So like, I think I definitely had a different context than like other people may have had reading that article because right. I had just met him and I know the kind of person that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I was like, you know what? Like, people are always telling me to talk to people about like different issues that I yeah. feel that I have, mm-hmm. and like, it's harder to talk about people that are like already in your life because mm-hmm. it kind of like yeah, they already true. have a skewed view yeah yeah because they are they're already kind of like used to dealing with you a certain way they see you um, a certain way right yeah so it's like it was easier 
and I don't know. I just felt safe. Nice. For sure. Like the way, you, the way and, you wrote the article was like, right. Well, you did it with good intent. And like, right, that's the only right. thing that really matters to me when it comes to people. Like if there's good intent there, then, then I can, I can fuck with you. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you see that. Cause like, it was the same thing where, you know, it, it was, if you, if you knew me, right. You would know that I wouldn't have found that weird at all. Right. But like we said, we never had that kind of conversation. So it was, you know, I, I thought it was pretty neat that I, obviously I was open to chatting. I, I loved our talk. Yeah, dude. We talked on the phone for like, I think like almost an hour and a half. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And like you said, it was, it was, and we can get into that because, you know, I think a lot of people with the way social media is nowadays, right? And we've talked about this plenty. But when you have bouts with negativity or things that you think are maybe uh, faux pas or taboo to talk about, right? Especially if you have a rather large following, like you, you feel that pressure that you can't openly and freely talk about those kinds of things. And honestly, that's kind of bullshit. But at the same time, it is, we, we kind of built that for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, can't blame it's one anybody. one of those things like, because I don't do well with tempering myself online. Right. <laughs> and you know that. And that's yeah, part yeah, of yeah. why I'm here, I'm sure. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with me, I've always been, and this is just part of it. So like, I'll say this, I'm definitely, shouldn't say definitely. I definitely have bipolar tendencies. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, I like to take risks, which yeah. is something that I do. So for me, I just, I feel better like putting myself out there and just kind of like filtering people out. So it's always been a kind of thing where it's like, you know what? Like if I say this and people don't like me for it, then whatever, they probably weren't really going to like me anyway. Right. Yeah, so I'll yeah. just take Cutting out the middle cut, man. Yeah, just right. cut out the middle man, just take it as a loss and like move forward with it. But like, mm -hmm. realistically, I know that I can't work and sustain itself right. to achieve the things that I want to. So right. I should probably chill a bit, but. No, I mean, you said it. it, it so, so let's get into it. Social, let's just say social media for photographers. Let's rap about that. Love it. Hate uh, it. Can't say. You, you know what I mean? Cause, I cause, can't, I want to say I hate it. But right, I can't because I make money from it. Exactly, you know right? I mean? like, it's like that double-edged sword. I want to say I hate it, but I can't because it's how I got into photography. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? So you, you said that. I mean, you haven't been shooting for very long. No, right? actually, last month, would March was two years. Okay, so two years. Two years, I would say. Two years since I've like used a DSLR to take photos with like that as an interest. Right, with, with the intent. Right, right, okay. So you haven't been shooting very long, but your work has great style and confidence to it. So have you ever heard the expression, every artist, like every artist's successes have a certain degree of fuck you to them? Right. Meaning like you you love to uh, kind of prove people wrong, if you will. Right. Yes. Or maybe just like play with people's emotions a little bit. Yeah. That's because a lot of thing. art is, is fucking emotional, right? Art is all ego. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. It's yeah. very much just, it's an emotional, egotistical thing. Right. Like, uh, people don't like certain words because they have stigmas. Mm -hmm. I get it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. With art, you're saying there's value to some shit that's just in my head. Mm -hmm. Just some shit that I like because mm -hmm. I like it. It's worth something. Yeah. So, I mean, think about it. What we do technically is we do something that has literally no value and we put an unknown value onto it. Right. But then does it really have an unknown value? That's the thing. Like right. When you look at like culture and like society. So like music, for instance, like mm -hmm. typically like people that are into a certain kind of art are also into a certain kind of music and they're also into, you know, have certain hobbies. It ends up being a cultural thing. And we get our culture from art. So it's like one of those things where you really can't, you want to say that it has no value because it really doesn't. Like, it doesn't. But then the effects that art actually has on, on, on culture, culture like you said, as, as and a then more the businesses bigger... that like establish themselves from that. So you figure like with fashion, like you have clothing brands that are, be able, that are able to establish themselves because 
a certain demographic of people listen to a certain kind of music mm-hmm. that can push that fashion. Right, right. So it's like the self-sustaining world. And then, like, I, because, man, with the fashion industry, like, it's so vain. And, right, like, I'm, yeah. I'm a vain person, but I'm not. Yeah. I really am not, you know? So, like, I kind of struggle with that at times. I'm like, well, I don't even know why I do it sometimes because, like, it, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. But then it, you look at, like, the size of, like, some of these fashion companies, right? And it's like, yo, this is just a job. I yeah. enjoy it, like... You have that, you have that love, disconnect. Right. Right. But like it is a job and it is worth something because ultimately like I'm working to, you know, try to help people market themselves or help companies market their product. Mm-hmm. And like there's huge companies in the world that have thousands and thousands of employees and they have these supply chains that have thousands right. and thousands of employees. Right. It's one of those things that like people are going to pay for entertainment. They're going to pay for things that they enjoy. So I guess with that, I've been able to step back and kind of like be okay with it yeah yeah you know and not look at it as just like some vain thing and know that it does and you know what actually i appreciate that value mm-hmm. because your it art affects people at like their raw emotional core mm-hmm. and that translates to yeah. the world around us so yeah i mean no you yeah. you said it. It, it it's it's one of those things that like you said hater or not it has a very large presence it has a very large um uh influence on culture as a whole yeah. And and you can't you can't it doesn't have that. a value because you don't know how to value it. Right. That's what's interesting about right. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So your about section on your site, uh, it says college dropout, but I'm happy. Yes. Super <laughs> tell, important. Yeah. <clears throat> tell us about that. Yeah, so I went to Drexel University for electrical engineering when I was sixteen, but dropped out mm-hmm. um for financial reasons. Uh but whatever that's life, it was the brunt of the recession. That's just yeah. how that went. Yeah. Um, but with that, like I found a certain freedom in my life that is always kind of worth it. No matter like with the ups and downs of everything, it's just, it's worth it for me. Right. 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 Um, you just kind of learn to appreciate, like, I just appreciate the fact that I can just kind of do what I want to do mostly. Right. The only thing that ever kind of messes me up is ever, the only thing is cash flow. There's no one that tells me I have to be here Mm -hmm. or I have to be there. I can say yes or no to money. I can say yes or no to jobs. Right, like, you have that freedom. I have that freedom. Right, right, right. And that's something that for a lot of people, and and we we talk about a lot. Like I sit here and say, I did the traditional thing. I went to college. I went to college and I went to grad school because again, I thought that would help me secure a better job, better salary. And then it it just uh, for whatever reason, I don't know whether subconsciously I didn't try hard enough or what. It didn't fucking happen. Well, and, I can say this. I found myself like when I was. Part of it was just me being young and immature, right. for sure. But yeah. like when I was in school, I was always good at math and science, so engineering made sense. That's mm-hmm. why I went to school for engineering. But I didn't go to class. I didn't care. I just all I wanted to do was make beads, skate, and play pool. So like, that's what I did. I was an honor student there on the like, great scholarship, and like that was still my choice. Mm-hmm. And at sixteen, like you're young, but you're not stupid. Or at least I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're stupid for sure. But like. Yeah. I was smart enough to know that I should have been going to class mm-hmm. as an honor student there on a pretty impressive merit scholarship. But mm-hmm. I've always been the kind of person that just kind of wants to do what he wants to do. So I, I'm i happier just not having a boss. That's like key for me yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. I mean, you said it. I mean, there's it's to me, it's uh, people ask, right? Like, why do you do it? And I think for a lot of people, it's, <laughs> it's, oh uh, it's the simple fact that you you don't, like for everyone is different, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, it it boiled. Someone's explaining it, and they said, "What is financial success to you?" Right. And for a lot of people, it's the answer is different. Right? It's a car, it's a boat, it's yeah. a house, it's whatever. Right. 
one person was like, I wanted to be able to have my friend tell me, hey, look, I'm getting married in Texas next week and I want you to be there. And I have to worry about where that money's coming from. Exactly. It's really just like, um, I was watching this video the other day where this billionaire was talking about the difference between him and everybody else. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm free of worry. Yeah. So like, I could say like for like what I want. There's like no, there's not like a number in my head right. that I would like say makes me financially successful mm-hmm. or would make me financially successful. It really is just hey, I just want to be able to do what I want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And not have to worry about where the money's coming from from it. And like be able to just if someone like you said, if someone just wants me here, I can just go there. You know, yeah, and I have yeah, to yeah. Think about it and yeah. just like live my life and have that freedom. So yeah, and it's and to say that is not you know you go oh, well that's not really quantifiable, but it is. You know what I mean? Like if you can say. I can, because a lot of people tell me when you travel, right? What do you do? You look for the cheapest flight, right? You, you do all that stuff. But imagine saying, I got to be there tomorrow. Fuck it. I'm on a red eye to LA. Do it. You yeah. know, and you're not stressing. Yeah. You know, I'm not thinking about it. There, and you know what? There's, I've met enough people that live their life that way for yeah. me to like, I'm not going to not have that too because yeah. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. So. And it, it's not, to me, it's not going to be the material things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love cars. I nah, love it's a nice the place, but it's, it's the, the balance. balance right? like, and photography is cool because it's an access card. But like, that's a pretty cool way of looking at it. Yeah, like honestly, like that's part of because I wouldn't say that I'm passionate about what I do for sure. Right, music's my first passion. Right, like if if there was something that I wish, if there was something I could do to sustain myself for sure, like if I could pick music over photography, it would be music. Mm-hmm. Um, so can, well, I'm not to interrupt you, but can I ask you about that? If you're saying you would pick music over photography, so do you, uh, let me just finish. Right, so I'll say we'll talk about it because my you, answer because I have right. an idea where you're going. So right, you're are you response. are you like me where I sit there and say people ask me all the time, right? I'm doing this. Are you shooting? Right, like everyone knows you as a photographer, and right. I tell them not really. I'm I'm teaching photography. I'm writing and I'm doing the podcast, right. and I'm okay with that because I know that the uh, rising tide raises all ships. Right, that I know that if I do this, maybe I can pick up a camera again. It's always going to be there. And it's like, I'm going to let that build up this other thing. That's not my plan with music. Okay. So what is your um, plan? So with me, I was, I've, I've always, I wouldn't say I've always had a job, but like I've mostly been employed since I was 14. Yeah. And the times that I wasn't, I was putting all of my energy into creative things. Right. Like, so music was one of those things that I did that with, but the stress that comes with trying to make money off of something that you're passionate about. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It becomes so a like, job. Right. Right. And, and. I'm okay with that with photography. Mm-hmm. Not okay to do that with music again because I got nice. I, I, I found myself you know falling out every few mm-hmm. months just like not caring because I was right. trying to make money off of it because I needed money, and I don't want to do that to music. I just want to enjoy music. Okay, and so it's cool. more like your passion, right? Yeah, but photography is cool because it's an access card. So like the creative direction stuff that I'm kind of working on on the side uh, that people don't really know too much about is music stuff, right? So I can still be around th- something that I enjoy and like I still have that network and I'm certainly like. Kind of sh- okay. Well, uh, so, yeah, so it's so a different, so different word, but you just said it. Access card to me is the same thing. I'm thinking of where you're you're having one thing build the other. Right. Yeah. Right. You're letting that. Like there was this one guy. I forget his name. Fuck. But he was on a show where he back in the day he was a rapper in the late '80s, early '90s, and he mm-hmm. became a graphic designer. Then later on, he became a DJ. And then he became a photographer. But all those things he still did. Because and all that matters him. really in all of this shit is your fucking network. Like yeah. if people like you and you're and you find something that you want to do and you're good at it and you say, Hey guys, I do this, hey guys, I do this, and like right. you show people what you do, like eventually this shit'll work out. Right. 
And if you don't believe that it will, then like it won't. Like it really comes down to that. Like I'm a firm believer that you can kind of speak things into existence. Mm-hmm. Just don't put times on things because then you'll be wrong. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. think about every being, the patience is the hardest part. That and you just don't know when things can happen, but you can definitely work towards them. Think about like all of the like like 1984, like all the uh, Orwellian mm-hmm. shit about the future. Yeah, they put dates on shit, so like they're wrong. Right, you get to those dates and they're wrong, but like they're right. Yeah. Everything that they talk about. Hoverboards in 2015 didn't happen. Right. It didn't happen. (laughs) But like we're close. We're getting closer and we know we're going to get there eventually. Right. It's just, that's just technology will get us there for sure. The the days are the only thing that makes, like makes everything about all the literature and like movies about the future wrong. Because art kind of, art pushes things there. That's why art's so important because you figure like we see this just like in the world of design. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm talking like architecture, I'm talking architecture, um, just in the world of design, mm-hmm. you figure we see things following trends that were set in like movies made about the future in like the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Right. Those are, that's where things are going. So right. like that's how important those creative minds behind like what the future might be. Yeah, think of like the Da Vinci's of the yeah, world. It's right, like right, it's right. almost like what's cool about art is that art can predict the future because it kind of writes it. It sets a precedent for like a mindset for a right. generation. Right. So it really is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we back to that old question, but like that's why it has such a weird value in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean one thing we talked about earlier, and if we can, I definitely want to um, you know, uh chat about it, is uh that you talked about and again you talk about fucking polarizing. Um <laughs> And, Let's talk about and it. right, right, right. Is uh, you think of um, uh, uh, Kanye West, right? I mean, that motherfucker is the most polarizing most, person like, about sure. anything. Because you talk, okay, he's music, but he's also culture, pop culture, right? Fashion. He's, he's, he's very got, much an iconic right, person. He's got a like hand, him or not. Right. He's, he's got a hand so in much. a lot of things. Right. So much overarching. It's a different. big umbrella. Exactly. You can't ignore it. And and recently he put up this stuff about um, fifty two thousand dollars in debt. And a lot of people, I mean myself included, right, thought, oh, debt. I think of debt as in the traditional sense of fuck. I owe people, institutions, whatever, this money. Right. But you brought up a. a, a, a angle i never honestly realized where and i'll let you talk about it where he kind of was more looking at it in a sense of this is the money i've put out there to to make my art happen some of it i didn't get a return on so when you think about it that's just that's just you getting burned as an entrepreneur but people didn't look at it that way they just looked like what the fuck was this guy doing people just want to fucking be upset at him and that's because he presents his shit a certain way i'm the same way i'm not the same way i like to think that i'm a little bit more controlled than (laughs) kanye because he's been fucking up recently Yeah, 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 yeah but like i would definitely say that because that, because of how he presents things, people right. don't always want to hear what he has to say. Exactly. So they shut right. it out, and like it's something that I should take into <laughs> consideration for <laughs> you should, sure. But you should like, heed some advice. You should. Yeah, heed. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. You know how that goes sometimes, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he his his whole thing with that was like I've put out fifty three million dollars to try things out artistically and creatively, and, and it didn't work. Right, out. and some of them didn't pan out. I, right he's like, that dude's made hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of a year before, you know? So, right. like, that $53 million in debt isn't, like, really oh, anything. it's not a real debt. Right. It's not a real debt. And, like, he did touch on that. Um, but what a lot of people did miss 
was the analogy that he had actually made on his Twitter timeline. Yeah, yeah. So tell and us about that. How you, you said, like, because it's tough. I'll be honest. When you're seeing a snippet well, and a dude, snippet just, and yeah, a snippet, yo, so people, like, it's hard. And that's what's fucked up with right. journalism. Like, they don't contextualize things properly. Or they, they contextualize things with bias. Right. So naturally, they're going to show this part and this part. Right. Push out of context. Right. But, right, like, right. I sat and, like, I looked at I, I was like, this is interesting. Let's see what he's talking about. Because he just says shit and he doesn't think about, like... You can kind of tell, or not even, it's not that he doesn't think about it. He doesn't care at this point. He doesn't have to right. because it's what he does. But think, and, and think about that too. Let's, let's get in a little context too in terms of uh, even just musicians, right? Yeah. Look at the Beatles, look at the Rolling Stones, all these right. people who, who have an iconic uh, career who are spoken about way later in life. They had a fucking time where they were saying some outlandish shit. Yeah. I but mean, you know what I mean? Like people suddenly, let's talk about like when Katrina happened, when he was on air. With uh, yeah, George Bush doesn't like black people. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> there was no proof that George Bush liked black people, so like, I'm not gonna say he was wrong. Yeah, exactly. But it was the fact that on that on that platform, Mike Myers is standing there, fucking mortified, sitting next to him, going like, "How do I psych way out of that one?" <laughs> yeah, and that's Mike Myers doing that. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Kanye also has um, so. Yeah, let's talk about that. Kanye being black—that's that's a lot of it too. Yeah, because there are plenty of other people that are, have been just as vocal about things and just as controversial, controversial in a sense. But Kanye is very unapologetically black about things, mm-hmm. and that's that. Whether people like it, want yeah, to admit it or not, it scares yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I deal with it, so like it's something that I think I just respect from that side because I know that even though he's a little bit out there sometimes, um, he's out there to kind of prove a point. Yeah, and like. Because that's what you can do. I think at that point, he said it, you have that platform where you can, you can better or worse have conversations or, or stir, stir, start conversations about right, certain because things. Because ultimately, a lot of the things that like Kanye likes to be vocal about and talk about are things that other people end up talking about mm-hmm. in some some capacity. Right, and like right. the more that we talk as people and communicate, the better things are. I'm like it's fucking that's life. Don't commu- I'm, I'm learning, especially yeah. in just just as far as responding to text messages, just communicating communicating with people makes everything a lot better. So. We live in a society where people are afraid to talk honestly about things. Um, and that's why there's so many issues because yeah. people don't know how to process honesty when they get it. So it just creates shit. No, like you said, I mean, the, that even goes back to like we talked about, about depression and, and, and like suicide and all this shit that you you very much so uh, have this personality, like you said, that if you understand it and you accept it and say, listen, I have a personality where sometimes things are great and sometimes I'm a little self-destructive, a little self-sabotage. Being self-aware is so much more important than exactly. being afraid of like a condition. Because right. it's not a condition. It's just yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. born, you know, like everyone, yeah. some people are taller, some people are shorter. <laughs> exactly. You know? like and, some- then, and then you look at it, like you said, where I know, right, that when I'm in this place, I, I create the coolest shit. It's it's still shitty, right? It's still a shitty place to be. But at least there's a benefit to exactly. it. Exactly. You know? And you yeah. kind of make peace with that a little bit. Yeah, because I definitely like create best when I'm down. And I'm like super obsessed with duality right now mm-hmm. because I have my I live at extremes always. Right. And I operate at extremes. Right. So like that's not gonna change. It's not. It's I've been trying to change it for let's see, I'm twenty three now. Mm-hmm. So let's say that I started making conscious decisions about like whether or not what I'm doing is really gonna affect my future around seven. Right. Let's say seven or eight. Like, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying and it's just me. And now yeah. at least I have a context. Before I had no there was no explanation, you know. It's like right. 
me and my mom having discussions like why do you make the decisions that you do i don't know i can't tell you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i can tell you i can ra- i can tell you what my like your rationalization of it yeah like. like and typically it always would come down to sure it's risky but like if it works out it'll be really worth it yeah and things don't always work out but yeah i mean like you said it, it to that extent thinking about kanye's 53 million dollars out the fucking window makes sense let's just say it's more understandable when you when you don't look at it like he he spent beyond his means, you look at it like he he was literally tr- taking fucking swings, and right. some of them didn't work out. That's yeah. every fucking entrepreneur. I mean, what, what's can the say percent? That. What's what's the stat on businesses that fail? It's like eighty or ninety yeah. percent in the first ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you've, Kanye's been around more than ten years, so like yeah. he's still going. Yeah. He's still a thing. Right. So it's not like that. Fifty three million is like a thing that matters. Right. He's just doing like he and he said it. I'm doing what other people do, which is use other people's money. Yeah. Which is like the real key. I'm learning that. Like as far as like. Major key. <laughs> like, because I want, I'm at a point where I definitely want to like take the next step of my career. So uh-huh. it's like, cool. Even if I was making the money that I want to make, the stuff, like the scale of what I want to do, I wouldn't be able to afford it. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I want to be on a million dollar set, even if I was making the money that I want to make in life, I'm not going to want to spend a million dollars every time I want to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like trying to climb that and like understanding that is like cool. Because then you can kind of start presenting things a little bit differently. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. So so speaking of that, can you tell me what are what are some of the biggest things you've got in the pipeline right now that you can talk about? Uh, some editorial stuff, but don't want to like say for sure. No, exactly. Again, like what you can't tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you did I don't that. want, right, um, I don't want you to just So I do have, uh, so Jasmine Glassbook, editor of Glassbook Magazine. Oh, nice. Yeah, Jasmine, or, yeah. Yeah, Jasmine Glass. So okay. Daddy Issues, Glassbook. Um, I shot some cool stuff with nice. Electric Blue Porn Star, so that's a little different for, for me for sure. Um, but the theme of the, ma- the mag is going to be really cool, so it'll be exciting to see that in print. Nice. When's that yeah. come out, you know? Um, I believe next month. I nice. would have to, I actually have, to, I owe Jazz a few photos for uh, like social media posts and stuff. Okay. I should probably send to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not uncommon for me <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's the, Honestly, that's the one thing when I think about uh, not being a full-time photographer anymore, right? Like making my sole income off of that. That's the one thing I do not fucking miss. When I hear people talk about, oh shit, that queue is getting pretty big. I'm like, yeah, it happens if you're really active fast. and if you're fucking really shooting good fast. shit. Because it happens. To, because like whether you're making money or not, like you have to always be shooting. Yeah. Or you're going to die out. Yeah. And with that, like when you are making money, you're going to spend money to shoot the things you want to shoot. So you'll shoot a lot. Yeah. And it happened me anyway. I definitely like when I first moved to New York, for instance, I shot. Like over thirty people in a month. Right. It's a lot of editing, and I yeah. didn't really take that into account. You know, like, and then all of a sudden you look back, like fuck. <laughs> I look back and I had to slow down and I had to stop and like yeah. say, okay, I have to like get caught up. I can't. Do Did this. you ever? So, so that's one thing, right? We talk about like uh, maybe it's, let's just say successful traits, right? So some people look at that and go, dude, fucking outsource your shit. But as an artist, you're going, well, I'd rather be more involved in the process. And, yeah. and even to a detriment, right, where you sit there and say, like, I can't keep up with the volume. And and it's like, I'd rather slow down the volume and get caught up rather then, than farm it out. You know, Right. Entirely. Yeah. At that point, it was, you know, for me, it was just like, let's just, it's whatever. It already happened. Yeah. The mistakes yeah. that I've made, they, they've already been made. And like, right. even to this point, like, I'm still kind of dealing with like some of the effects of that. But like, I have two sets that I have to send out and I'm good now. Right. Which is cool. So, um, but like. Knowing, okay, next time, just be smarter. You know what? Yeah. You got I like to learn my way. Like in school, I wasn't really taught by my teachers. I just kind of was given the information. Like I taught myself. Yeah, and you ran like, with it. Yeah. Um, so for me, like that's just how I learn better because mm-hmm. it's like 
if I can actually deal with like deal with it practically and learn that way, the the I don't know. It's just that's just me. Mm-hmm. I've always been willing to kind of like figure it out the hard way because right. you can figure it out the hard way, then the easy way is not going to even bother you. Yeah, if you know how to fix things the easy way. That's cool. But what if you can't fix it the easy way? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's an easy way to uh, let's say you're broken down on the side of the road. There's an easy way to jack your car up if you have a jack. What if you don't have a jack, but like you just so happen to be in like a place where there's like wood around and you can figure something out? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. That's how I live. So. Nice. Nice. So you just said it. I mean, you, 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 you've been honest about bouts of depression, bouts with not, let's just say negativity, right? Like yeah. self-destructiveness and that kind of thing. Uh, what are some tips or tricks you do to like stay fresh and creative with your work? So for me, it's just like sitting around and actually thinking and like reflecting on like my life. Mm-hmm. And because um, I know my life affects my work. Right. Um, it's kind of a good question. <laughs> so let me think about this one. Yeah. Because like I'll just say a lot of people, right, a lot of photographers, naturally the first thing we think of is personal projects. Yeah. Right? Like well, like shooting stuff that you wouldn't give a fuck if it got paid for. You don't care if it take, if it's, if a personal project could be two weeks or, or 10 years. Right. You don't care. You're always going to be kind I've of been trying to get in, like my personal project started and I have so many ideas, but they also... The way my mind works now, uh-huh. there's like always gonna there's gonna end up being so many details that have to be in place first. I haven't right. had time to write them down. So right, I have like, right, right. Like one I'll talk about, like my angel demon project that I want to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I can shoot women sexy in two different ways. So like, yeah, dark and light. Right, yeah, right, right. So like, and that coupled with just like me kind of being bipolar and like mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. So that that's the way that I can express myself in my work because mm-hmm. my work's always gonna be a reflection of me. I'm. Just, I'm at the root, I'm a portrait photographer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I shoot people. So when you're shooting people, the personality behind the camera and like obviously the personality in front as well, mm-hmm. that's what's going to make that photo. Right. Because the technicality doesn't matter at that point. If you put someone in front of, of a white wall or you just, you know, I shoot a lot of clean studio stuff because I mm-hmm. test a lot, but I don't have anything else to make that photo interesting other than my subject. Right. You know what I mean? So I have to be able to be the kind of person that can get what I want out of a photo or get what I want out of, you know, whoever I'm shooting, whether it's a model, whether it's like corporate headshot, like mm-hmm. anything that I would have to shoot, I have to know how to relate with people. So. Right. And you said it, I mean, it, it it's one of those things that it, you have to relate to it. Right. So you have to, I think, I think a lot of people, if we're realistic with ourselves, we have to be into it. You know what yeah, I mean? Because sure. if you're not, why the fuck are you making art? Yeah. You know, because to me, it's like, you want to do that, be an accountant or be some, you know, be something. I'm not. There are times like, when, like, I just don't want to shoot, even yeah. if I need the money. And, like, and like if it's something I don't want to shoot, right. whether I need the money or not, I just won't do it because, yeah. I, because I'll be, I know I'll be taking on stress that I don't want. Right. And, like, I'm learning, it's not worth it. I'm learning that, like, slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's slowly but steadily build the right life balance. Right. Because you can make a bunch of money, but your life can be super fucked up. Oh yeah, up. how many how many fucking miserable rich people? You oh know? My, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to get there, but like without all that bullshit. Right, I'm good on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, you said it, it, it. It's to me, it's one of those things that uh, I think a lot of people uh, our age or just young people in general, we struggle with the patience. That's yeah. like the final fucking piece. Well, you know what I mean? That what sucks is that there are a lot of young people that like have figured out some shit pretty quickly. Yeah. And it, so it kind of puts pressure on you. You're kind of like, yeah. damn, I kind of want to live that life while I'm young too, you know? Right. But 
And there's a lot of people that are faking it. Right. So, and, <laughs> yeah. so ultimately, what I would say for anyone, just yeah. know that the internet, especially, is smoke and mirrors. Oh, for sure. Fuck and yeah. definitely Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and you think about it. I mean, we said it. That's that's why you have so many uh, celebrities that you think are on top of the world and take their lives. And yeah. Going, what the fuck, you know? But at the same time, you know, just because on the outside looking in, you think it's great, doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean it. You know what damn I mean? Damn thing. And like, they, sure. this is what. We'll We'll get real ignorant real quick where like people talk about you say if you're dating Kim Kardashian, right? And you're yeah. thinking, Oh, you're shit you're on top of the world and then you break up with her. And you go, What the fuck are you doing? It's Kim Kardashian. And you go, dude, I don't care how hot a chick is, some dude somewhere is tired of fucking her. Yeah, that's a, yeah, my man really just said this with a meme. That's great. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know? And it's like <laughs> it's true. It's it's very true. You know? Yep. And but to some people but again, what that really means is <laughs> it's you you don't know what anyone's going through that you, thing. you know you what I mean like you might why. look at it and go oh he's dating a supermodel he's got a fucking yacht and yeah, all this bullshit I'm, I'm glad but, I'm at a point where I've seen enough I've seen enough of like people who have a lot right and like I know that it's not always perfect it's not right, right, right. and having that mentality is cool because you know what I'm not going to put myself through some of the things that some people have done to like make the money. That For they the want. sake of it. Right, right, right. Because they don't have the life that they really wanted to have. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not happy. Right. That's like the ultimate goal is to be happy. So, And you sit there and think like, uh, like Jared was talking about earlier where we talk about, you know, why does that, like saying that out loud, why does that scare people, you think? If you tell them like, okay, I want, I want a good job. I want a good salary. Eh, they can relate to that. It makes sense. But something so simple as I want to be happy, it makes people, people don't so know. fucking A lot of people don't. I mean, happiness is an abstract concept. What right. is it really? You know, like, yeah. you could have a great life and something could happen and bam, you just feel completely differently about your life. Yeah. All over one thing. That's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. ultimately, uh, most people aren't. I feel like most people aren't completely happy with their lives. It mm-hmm. sucks. And I, I don't think that that should be the norm. Right. Society just kind of, it is what it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, people like to, people like to feel like they're better than people, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like it's backwards. Like I want to be great to be great, you know, not to be better than the next person, but like be great to be great. Be yeah. awesome. Be awesome for myself. You ever, you, you watch basketball at all? Yeah. So basketball was also a huge passion of mine for mm-hmm. a long time. So I haven't been watching NBA. Well, no, the only thing I'm bringing up is, um, but, uh, yeah. It was Steph Curry, right? Where people ask right, him, right. people ask him, oh, so what's your end goal? And he goes, I want to be better than Michael Jordan. And then people freak out. Right. Right. Yeah. People freaked out. And he said that. He goes, I'm confused. If I play at a professional level, shouldn't that be everyone's fucking goal? Yeah. Is to be the greatest of all time. Because yeah. if not, why the fuck are you doing it? Right. So that so him saying that isn't right. It's not a thing about like, hey, like it's very much, hey, I want to, like, everybody says Michael Jordan's the greatest, so that's what I want people to say yeah. about me. And, that, yeah. and, like, that's okay. But for whatever reason, like, in society, people, <laughs> people, want, to feel, out. people yeah. want to feel like they're actually better than the person next to them. It's like, people want to have more than the person next to them. I don't get gratification out of that. Like, yeah, yeah. But, and, and it's one of those things that's probably more so subconscious than anything. I don't think it's something that's vocalized. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what trends kind of tell me from what mm-hmm. i see in people because i study people that's why photography works out for me yeah um because i've always been into people and trends and just like from a sociological standpoint right. a psychological standpoint because right. they're completely different so like but people don't i think people don't realize how much that plays into excuse me that plays into they don't taking and a picture like, like when you talk like when they don't yeah. they don't and that's why it's like kind of frustrating at times when people you know say stuff like yeah you're just pushing a button or whatever it's like yeah 
Yeah, the technical part of it is actually not hard. I will give you that, like, <laughs> because it, like it's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. If a photographer tells you that what they do technically is difficult, they are lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. But that other part, not everyone has it. Right. And like, if everyone had it, everyone could do it. Right. You know right. what I mean? So. And and I think what's important too is a lot of people talk about, um, you know what. You know, oh, well, what that guy did isn't that big a deal. Well, guess what? He fucking did it. So uh, yeah. you can't really hate because if the, you were going to do uh, it, just go fucking do it. Oh, but you didn't thing, want like to. When people like, like uh, especially on the internet, especially people love like, the, uh, the internet. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> so no. So like people that are like, see someone accomplish something and say, oh, well, I could shoot that better. Right. But you didn't. Yeah, You're exactly. looking at someone else's work exactly. in a place that you wish your work could be. Saying that you could shoot it better, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're focusing on the wrong thing. Because right. ultimately, like, it's, like from a business side, who's better doesn't mean shit. Right. You know, it's like who has a better business, who who actually like services people better. Right. That's what matters. So right. it's like, um, and I think as creatives, if you're truly a creative, that can be difficult to kind of balance mm-hmm. for sure. Because no, for you're, sure. Because you, you, there's bills to pay. You got to make money. That, and right. like I said, art is ego. So like right. you're sitting around thinking like, damn, I'm better than this dude, but he's making way more money than me or something like that. But you'll get lost in it. It's like, just figure out how you made that money. Right. Or figure out a different way to make that kind of money. Right. That's, that's where my my, my, uh, my mentality always is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really believe in jealousy. I feel like that's like, jealousy is the most destructive oh for sure it's what it's why the world is what it is it's why the middle east is fucked up yeah and you think about it what it is you're you're literally concentrating what someone else has instead of what you have and and that's again you're losing that self-awareness my thing is like if you see some shit that someone else has just like get it for yourself yeah just use like there's always something to be inspired and motivated by right sure so like always keep pushing forward everyone did that like bell-shaped curves are a thing (laughs) yeah you know yeah but ultimately, it's a, it's about the mentality and the positivity that comes with just trying mm-hmm. and, like, the small successes in the way. Like, I may never achieve everything that I want to achieve, but, like, I know that there's going to be small successes on the way mm-hmm. where I feel like I am. Right. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, those and are you like, got to acknowledge those. It's yeah, yeah. Important. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to. And those are going to make me happy. Like, hey, I'm one, more, I'm one step closer to where I wanted to be. Right. Bang, this feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may never get there, but, like, I'm always going to be working one step closer. So it's right. like, how could that ever be a bad thing? Yeah, no, you got it. Yeah. So tell me, what's the what's the biggest thing you struggle with? From what side? Hey, any side you want. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of these are open interpretations, so you can tell uh, me. That's the biggest thing I struggle with. Oh my god! <laughs> Shit. Mm. Got a nasty weed habit. <laughs> but is it struggle? Like, does that debilitate? I don't think so. I mean. It, you, you, you would have a lot more spend, money in your pocket, maybe, but... You know, I make bad financial decisions. I would say my biggest struggle, uh, man, I don't know, maybe, maybe women. I, my life's interesting. <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> we, I really couldn't do just one. Because yeah, yeah, all, yeah. they all kind of balance each other out right, in a really right. fucked up way, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. It makes, <laughs> it, makes it exciting, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I would say my biggest struggle is just, honestly, the fact that I really do, like, chase nothing but freedom every day mm-hmm. and like independence from structure and I'm never going to fit the mold. I'm just never, I never am. And because of that, like my commitment to just like being myself unapologetically right? and knowing even like when it hurts me that like I'm happier that way, that's probably my biggest struggle because mm-hmm. it does make me happy to know like I'm just more content if you don't like me because of something that like I feel or like want to express, you don't like me for that. 
I'm glad that you like know that now and you can make that judgment right. because we don't have to waste time. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have I don't have time to waste. Yeah, I say that like definitely don't have time to and waste. I, so like if you're not gonna like me three years from now from this thought that I have in my head right now, yeah, then maybe I should put it out right now and yeah, like yeah. save us three time three years of bullshit. Yeah, know? no, it's true. And it's like you you sit there and say when some people have a, a disagreement, right? The nice way of saying it is let's agree to disagree. But beyond that, it's just like you, you said it. You have that that moment where you say. Sweet, thank you. You want to know why? Because now I know. That's simple as that. Now I yeah, know. Yeah, get you know give mean? everybody and, the opportunity and, to make the decision for themselves. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Like, you're not gonna like everybody. Everyone right. has different interests. Everyone's raised differently. People right. go through different things. You know, so like, you're not gonna like everybody. Everyone's not gonna like you. But for me, it's just like, hey, this is who I am. So take it or leave it. Right. It's up to you how you want to process. Yeah. It. I can help you if you have any questions. By all means, ask. Sometimes I might respond like six days later, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So tell me what what's the biggest well, risk you've well, taken in your artistic career? Before yeah, we yeah. get to that, yeah, I yeah, lie. Yeah. Time management is my biggest <laughs> issue. But let's go to the next one. <laughs> so See, the biggest risk. Yeah, the yeah. Biggest risk I've what's taken the biggest risk you've taken? Yeah. All right. So this one, the biggest risk. Uh, my first big like job bid. Yeah. Yeah. I probably shouldn't. So all right. So I'll keep some information out of it. So it was a two hundred thousand dollar bid. I won't say who. No. Um, but yeah, they have the money. It wasn't that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. It was definitely one of the. It was a billion dollar a year company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a risk. I had options. I could have quoted it slightly differently. I could have like tried to bid on it like eighty k. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just try to get it. Just because hey, eighty thousand dollars is a lot of money yeah. right now too. So yeah. like. Why not do it? Even though I know that like it's really worth what I bid on it at, mm-hmm. but like get it, use it, go get it wrapped, you know, right? Like, yeah, use yeah. it to kind of like, get something else because it mm-hmm. would have been worth it for that. Yeah, use but, it um, to build on something else, yeah. You know, but I was like, no, I'm just gonna quote this the right way, um, or I shouldn't say the right way, but the way that I feel that it should be quoted mm-hmm. for the value and for the market that it would have been, and I bid on it. And I don't know if that's the biggest risk, but I feel like it is because it's something that I feel like I could have handled differently and potentially yeah. had a different outcome that would have been a huge game changer for me. Right. And you said it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I mean, think, cause you know, yeah, you, I think you, the biggest risk, like you said it was standing by what you're worth. Right. Even when, even when it means leaving money on the table, like yep. great, great deal money, of money, great, great opportunity. Yeah, and on like the you, table. and cause we've talked privately. So yeah. you know, the actual details. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not bullshitting about how big it was. And yeah. it's like, I was, I honestly, I've, with that situation, I have my like I got my hands on a creative brief that's worth more than whatever that bid was to me because it gives me it gives me this insight into like the creative process of like major scale commercial video and photo production mm-hmm. and like having that mentality eh, that two hundred thousand dollars ain't shit now yeah because that two hundred thousand dollars can be a regular thing mm-hmm. one day just because now I understand how it works yeah, yeah yeah so it's like one of those things where that's that's how I treat every situation it doesn't always work out but there's something to take out of it right you learn you know? from so it like, it's something yeah so so now I'm looking at the information that I have is something that's more valuable than whatever money I would have made from that job well you said it too like you you said like okay that was one two thousand dollar twenty thousand dollar two hundred thousand dollar job that didn't work out okay a million dollar job <laughs> I wish I wish I wish but at the same time if you can deconstruct it and understand it better, then you know, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I could get a couple $80,000 jobs and that $2,000 job I'll is something. I'll take a $10,000, $20,000 <laughs> yeah, exactly. job. But the whole thing is like having like mentality is the key to everything. Yeah. You know, like you can take out something positive from every situation. Mm-hmm. 
maybe at death, maybe not. But like even then, typically, you know, like I've had, I've lost family members, but it's like, hey, do you want that person still to be in pain? Or in whatever. pain, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's all right, yeah. it sucks, but like look at the upside. Yeah. You know, there's always an there's always an upside, or there will be eventually. So like, because right. I've been down, man, I've been homeless. So it's like, and like not like bullshit homeless, like crashing on my friend's couch is kind of homeless, like homeless in a shelter. Homeless, right, so. right, right. So it's like things work out. Yeah. yeah. So name your biggest fear creatively. Um, so that's a good question. So my biggest fear <laughs> creatively, I'm getting over. Getting older? Giving, I'm getting over it now. Oh, okay. So my biggest fear creatively has always kind of been. Um, so like with what I do, there's just like a lot of stigmas around like fashion industry and like my mm-hmm. always photographers and stuff like that. And like I'm a 23 year old male. So like realistically my life is what my life is. Um, but finding a constructive way to like really present how I see women in a sexy way and like mm-hmm. in a stronger sexy way has been something that I haven't really pushed. I shoot it more often than people know, but it's something that I haven't really figured out until recently how I want to present it. Mm-hmm. And I finally have. So it's cool. I'm kind of past my biggest creative fear actually. Yeah. yeah. And it's a good place to be, right? Yeah, for sure. It's just, uh, there's a lot of things that people don't consider that really kind of affect the way, um, that different people shoot because ultimately like people are going to relate with me differently mm-hmm. than, you know, a uh, 50 year old Asian guy or like 35 year old white guy mm-hmm. or like, whatever. So it's yeah. like, there's things I have to deal with. Um, not so much to deal with, but there's things that like affect my work because like I said, it's a people thing. It's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a people thing. So, yeah. yeah. So name, so in that vein, right. It's a good segue name the most meaningful moment in your career thus far. So when I when I shot my friend Sasha Lee, mm-hmm. she's the first girl I shot in New York, um, and that was kind of like where it all kind of started to become real. Right, started like, to snowball like, a little yeah, bit. It's where, right. it's, it's where everything felt like okay, this can really be a thing. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've just kind of like been going one hundred percent. When I've slowed down, it's been me slowing down, not with any intent to do anything else, but just me slowing down because I had to slow down, right? Kind of thing. But like ever since then, I was like, okay, cool, this is it. This is gonna be real. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Nice. So what is your biggest regret in your career? Not sending people photos on time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I wonder how many people are watching this on Facebook Live. Yeah, being like, fuck, we got he a owes me friends. photos. Yo, yeah, yeah. I am, those, yo, my God. And the worst part about that is like, if you followed my old Snapchat, if you saw the amount of time I wasted while I owed you photos. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably my biggest regret. Because um, it's a word of mouth thing. So that's not, I mean... I'm kind of that guy that I feel like everyone can say they like me and really enjoy shooting with me. But then there's definitely people that are like, are like yeah, he's great, but fucking it took forever to get my photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like definitely getting better at that. And um, yeah, that, that's really it. Other than that, like I feel like I've mostly made good decisions. I turned down a lot. Um, I know what I want to do and like I know what I want to target. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not willing to kind of sacrifice certain things to appe- like to appease the things that I don't want to or appeal to things and demographics that I don't want to appeal to. So like, right. we live in this influencer generation mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Right. Instagram is great. It's given me the platform to create something. But with that platform, you can use it differently. Mm-hmm. You can use it to be an influential person or you can use it to create personal yeah. connections with people. For good or evil. Yeah, for sure. So like, <laughs> yeah, I use it for good and evil all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like with that, it's I use it. And like my following's okay, but like my engagement's not great, for instance. You know, like 
And that depends on like how you want to gauge it, but that's the thing. Right. I yeah. pay attention like who and where and like it's cool if I post at this time. Like I have a bunch of followers in Australia. So like mm-hmm. they're awake at a different time of day. Right. So right, right. maybe I don't have like all the likes and stuff like that all mm-hmm. the time, but I'm actually paying attention to the fact that I have different people in different places right. paying, that are paying attention to different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of it, you know, like I don't post this, like my work is consistent and it's content within a certain range, but mm-hmm. I don't post the same thing over right, and over again. Right, right. So because of that, I'll post something that, you know, like on social media that, will get me followers that like it for that or follow me for that photo. But mm-hmm. if I don't post that all the time, they're not going to like everything. All the right, time. right. You know right. what I mean? So, right. Well, you struggle with the fact that you're trying to please the masses and it's not really Yeah, but out. ultimately, like, I'm not, I don't want to be McDonald's, so it's cool. <laughs> you know, that's what it yeah, comes yeah, down yeah, to. Yeah. Like, McDonald's yeah. is a huge company, you know what I mean? But I don't, but how do you, how do most people feel about it? Yeah, no, it's true. Even people that love it know it's shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like one of those things. Nice. I'm not trying to be McDonald's. I'm good. Yeah. That's nice. There you go. Yeah. So this is the the big one we ask everyone, especially with photographers. It's funny, right? Where if you couldn't share your work with anyone, would you still shoot? So, would you say I couldn't share my work with anyone? I get in a lot of trouble. If I, <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. I would okay. shoot. I would still shoot, but I would right. get in a lot. I would get in a lot no, more no, trouble. No, no, no. We're talking. We're talking like all that aside. Okay, like, so like yeah. literally, if you could shoot something, but you couldn't show anyone ever, right? Would you still do? You it? know what? Honestly. Th- there are like therapeutic elements to photography yeah. for yeah. sure. It's a rep because it's a repetition thing, and there's so many. Yeah, I think I would because mm-hmm. honestly, if I couldn't shoot and show it to anyone, mm-hmm. then it could be a true passion and it yeah. could be a true release. Yeah, because I do get gratification looking at my photos. Part of that is because I can look at other people's photos and reference them, and not so much compare and say oh, I'm better than that. It's more so like for me, it's like cool. I'll look at like a Testino photo, mm-hmm. and like damn, like I can shoot like that too. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't have access and like my work isn't Testino's work per se, but like I can achieve that. I know how to achieve that light. I know how to, you know, and that, that feels good yeah. for sure. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank you, Wesley. I'm so glad for coming out, man. It's been awesome. Of course. So a uh, couple last two questions. Uh, obviously, where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do? Cool. So I will say I will give you all my Instagram yeah. because I currently, well, let me check. How many you got going on right now? 30.9k apparently but no i meant like how many accounts oh Oh, so i I have two yeah yeah yeah. so i'll give you guys well no i have my instagram facebook whatever give them all yeah yeah yeah. Uh, let's just do instagram because through instagram you can get to my website yeah do that you can get to my blog and then my facebook is just if i let you get there you got there (laughs) but i'll just kind of keep that one to me for now yeah um, so at the Wesley Carter T-H-E-W-E-S-L-E-Y-C-A-R-T-R I'm sorry about the V. It sounds so pretentious. It wasn't my intent. Right. It's just, that's all that was left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Believe me, dude, I, I know it too. Jose Rosado, I can't get that anywhere. Man, Wesley so, like, Carter, yeah. he's just an account that has never posted. In his I've nothing. seen that, and you can't do shit about There's it. nothing I can do. Yeah, and like sucks. You can know, like, I know people that, like, know the right people at Instagram, but Instagram just won't delete right. those yeah. accounts. Yeah, it's same so, as Twitter. So. Yeah, yeah. But... It is what it is. Yeah, for sure. All right, definitely. Thanks, man. So last but not least, who's someone you would like to hear us talk to on the show? So can I give you two? Yeah, no, for sure. You can, you, and you can keep giving me. This is always just like on the show. It's just to get people thinking and, and right, get people to check see. them out. But if you, wanna, if you ever want to really email quick. me, just hit me up. Yeah. Wait, just do it. I'll text you. But like, let's see. Yeah. Let me pull up my Facebook feed. Yeah, go right ahead. But I would definitely say my friend, uh, you just met him, Eustace, mm-hmm. great graphic designer, um, visual artist here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely him. Um, he's done some nonprofit work, some uh, 
he's done some nonprofit or he's worked with this nonprofit that does a bunch of sexual health stuff in Philly. Oh, wow. And through that, I feel that, um, and I could be wrong, but like, I know from like conversations we've had that like, he's definitely had some eye opening experiences into mm-hmm. like the lives of some people that most people don't. Yeah, for so sure. you could definitely get like a really interesting perspective and also just like creatively, I can say that because we've known each other since like beginning of high school. So oh, nice. I graduated 2009. So it's been a while. Yeah. Been really, really good friends, basically brothers at this point for a while. So I can say that like, He's helped me grow as a creative mm-hmm. through everything that I've done, yeah. through music, through design, through photography, everything that I've done. He's definitely been, you know, a big part of that and has a lot of very interesting views on the world. Yeah, we were talking, we were talking earlier for sure. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Um, and then uh, Rob Timko. Oh, Rob. Yeah. If you don't get Rob on this fucking show, <laughs> um, Rob's one of the greatest people I've I, Where is he based I, out of? I don't even remember. Uh, Colorado. I That's right. I Boulder. Thought, yeah. yeah. Not Denver. I believe Boulder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob's one of the greatest people I've ever met. Um, and we connected on Facebook. I've only met him once in person, but like definitely a good person to have on yeah, this show. Yeah. You know that for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, me and Rob. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rob Timko. You know what? The Angry the Millennial Show. If you had Rob Timko, then we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, listen again. Thank you, Wesley, for taking the time out, man. I'm glad we finally yeah, got sure, to uh, we got to. Yeah, you saw together. me throw my phone on the floor. Like that's my respect. You know, I fuck with you, Jose. Thanks, man. All right, for take sure. care.